0: This is Banging on the Drum. It is another beautiful day in West Central Wisconsin. And even much more beautiful after we just saw what happened with the Packers beating the Rams 24 to 12 some Monday night football action. I'm your host, P Dog. Joined with my host, uh dog, I usually give you a little
1: more lead in. Can you hear me? Yep. Oh, oh, oh. Yep. I'm good. Um, yeah. I think that you like hesitated on my name. You must have been like reading it. And because on the screen it says Patrick, you thought that was me and then you got confused. I don't know. No,
0: no I didn't even have it up. Usually I say, uh, along with my host, that's actually up in West Central Wisconsin, MDog. But I was like, I'll just cut that out. Um, I think if you're listening at this point, you realize Mike's up in bum fart, West Central Wisconsin, crushing PBRs and and watching the Packers. So
1: living that in the fucking s- Christmas card these days.
0: Yep. It's snow globe up there. But with that being said, let's get right into it. Let's throw a wrench in the show right off the bat. So what do you think about?
1: about the game tonight so what comes to mind off the top of your head so I thought it was okay um I feel like that's a game you should win more handedly I guess I never really felt like it was in a ton of doubt except for maybe in the first quarter there was a lot of things going on that you know they weren't scoring a lot of points it ended up being what three three after the first quarter Um, following that though I felt like the Packers had the game in hand right up until they they get a pick. Then he tries to, I don't know, like uh, lateral it behind him for some dumb reason. And yeah, then two plays later, they give the ball up.
0: Yeah, and it, it like wasn't even like uh, – I feel like recently we had like a fairly cool lateral in a game where I was like, okay, the defense is just like – yep trying to put points on the board like so he kind of did that out of necessity I can't remember who did it but this one just seemed dumb as shit when he pitched it back because it like didn't even look like it had a shot in hell to get to like who he wanted it to get to like like to have the Reggie White to Leroy Butler leap play there like there wasn't like a clear path to anything it was just like pitching it back because you're getting tackled
1: like and I did I did want to say that um like we we have to remember that maybe the greatest like one of the greatest defensive plays in the history of the Packers happened because of a lateral, right? And then created the Lambo leap.
0: Yeah, but that was but like
1: this was not a good
0: one. That was two Hall of Famers in that play. That is kind of crazy to think about that it was a Hall of Famer pitching cuz it was White that pitched it to him, too to yeah yeah, that's that's crazy I I don't remember who like caused the sack but but yeah I think you, you got some good points there like in a pessimistic standpoint like I was so optimistic going into this game uh coming off a win against the Bears having a bye week to sit on things like just a bunch of extra time and I was like okay we can do this It looks like I don't know if you had it pulled up yet, but like what what we needed to happen is somewhat starting to fall into place. The Lions look like they're they're going to be a thorn in the side of the Packers playoff chances. But I do think from everything that I've been seeing is like if we went out and beat them, it doesn't really matter what they're doing. But I don't know why, because when I looked at it that want we we've done it too many times this podcast already now uh but get drunk well, and do it four more let's go yeah but their uh strength of schedule seems to be better than ours but maybe at the end of the season that won't be
1: the case um something like that so in general in general so i want to say that for like the afc south we didn't play the falcons right no. Or the Saints didn't. or the Panthers. But we played Tampa Bay, who's going to win the South. Okay. So they're going to have to play one of those teams. And yeah. so, in theory, because our was good last year, ours should be good again. Right? Because we played all the first place teams. Okay.
0: Yeah. I, that That's probably I what's going to do it. In, in the whole scheme of things, but we, we can get in that a little bit later, but uh, on to this game. Yeah. You, you just, I guess would expect a little bit better of a performance, but like you said, it was kind of in hand the whole time. Honestly, I think the most scared I got was like in the third quarter when we just weren't putting away. I mean, we had two touchdowns in the third quarter, but like, it, it just yep. seemed like we should have been putting things away. Because did we score on that first drive of that half? Yeah, we did.
1: They came out humming. So uh, we scored on the first two drives, but they scored either right after that or right after the first drive, right? And then I want to say shortly after that is when that stupid lateral happened. You know, I think our defense played okay, but we were lining up. So I'm having a real problem with the way we play third downs, even still. This is a bad offense with a bad quarterback that doesn't have really any good wide receivers on the field, and we can't get stops on third down. They're getting 14-yard plays on third down, and I don't understand what we're doing. Yeah, no,
0: it's just playing soft, too. I was trying to keep, like, very good attention of, like, how many guys we were bringing on third down. I was going to text it to you, like, every time, but then I started to forget about it. Um, But, I mean, even when we did, like, bring five and it looked like we played, man, it didn't really do a difference in that one. But I do want to look at what the stats were from that because – Yeah, the third downs have been brutal, but that is always magnified. And the Rams were actually only four of eleven on third downs. I guess I don't know if that's what's par for the course, man. uh, Off the top of my head, but so I think that a
1: big piece of that is. I think a big piece of that is what what are we looking at when it comes to the third down are we looking at third and one or are we looking at third and 12 because if they're like thir- I'm, we've had this discussion before if they're at, at third and seven plus they should get zero yeah. that should be In a no perfect- third downs yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah yeah and that a couple of these were at least two of them and I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if it was all of them. But we're over third and seven, like third and thirteen. Yeah. Um, like yeah, yeah, right around third and ten. But, anyways, if we get to like some of the positive notes, is uh defense played great for the most part, other than the just mentioned third down shit that we have going on. And it is crazy. It seems like that's the only time. Were really giving out big plays. I mean, right off the bat, uh, it looked like they were going to run the ball down our throat a little bit. Um, Cam Akers came out swinging, but then we did end up holding them to 72 rushing yards and 111 passing yards. So. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty good even though I don't get this. So it says Baker Mayfield was 12 of 21 for 111 yards. This might be a typo because the numbers are like right up, but it says their total passing yards was 12 of 21 for 84 yards. So that's just the sacks taken. Okay. Yeah. Cause then they have five sacks uh, for a loss of 27 yards. Okay. So yeah, we actually held them to only 84 passing yards. If you use that metrics uh, throwing the sacks. In there, so they weren't doing shit on offense. Um, and then our boy Keyshawn Nixon just looks like the answer to the prayer that we've been praying for for three years now. You look like you're gonna say something negative,
1: don't yeah. Mike. Uh, so I just more about the front office than about him for sure. I like, I, I think that he is a guy that you just keep around. He is Devin Hester, right? He doesn't have any real value to the the offense or the defense, but you figure out how to sign him. You spend a little, like, salary cap on him, and you keep him around because he functions well in that role. But I don't think that the Packers ever do that. I don't Mm -hmm. think when they get a guy that is basically only that, they spend money on him. And so I'm hoping that we make a move towards that.
0: You got to go back a ways uh, before that, but I can't even remember like any really good kick returners. I mean, you got your Deion Sanders and shit like back in the day, but like any really good kick returners that were also like big time contributors on like the offense or defense, Um, like uh, uh, D'Angelo Hall, like, they tried to make that guy a receiver as hard as they – or not D'Angelo Hall, um, uh, Dante Hall. Dante Hall. Yeah, Dante Hall. They tried to make that guy a receiver. Even Hester. Yeah, they tried to – and they like, he was supposed to be a defender, and they would try to get him the ball on offense. But, but Hester's yeah. high praise for uh, Nixon right now, and I don't think that's what you were getting at. It's like, oh, he's going to be – The next seven has here, but
1: yeah, it definitely. I mean, he hasn't scored a touchdown, but he's a guy that gives us better field position than like the average player does. And you know, maybe that's just this year. That only happens for this year, and we don't continue to do that moving forward. But I could see the Packers essentially not offering him real money because he doesn't make big enough impact on the defensive side of the ball or whatever. And I think that's a mistake.
0: No, I think it's a huge mistake. Because you just seen how how big it played out in this game. I want to see if there's something quick that I could look at. But uh, we were starting a lot of drives near the 50 uh, when we haven't haven't really been doing that lately. Um, Because let me look at this. So when they got a field goal. Yeah. I'm not finding a good average starting field position, but just like your eyes tell you, you know, where we've been normally starting drives between like the 20 and 30, we were more starting drives between the 30 to 50 in this game. So that bumped it up big time. Um, And I mean, that just flips the whole game over. I mean, we watch enough big 10 football to see that the team who can, just flip the field over the most, like that's gonna pay off in the end. Like it's a it's different in the NFL because obviously the talent level and the skill level of the offense, but I mean it plays off big. And I think that is a huge part of why this game seemed to be such an easy win. Uh, is yeah, the field, uh the wow. Yeah, the battle of field position, like the Packers dominated that department.
1: Yeah, I think something else they dominated was basically the running game. So I think Dylan kind of ran all over the Rams tonight. And then his first touchdown looked like he was a man possessed, right? Just he gets stopped. He gets hit at probably the three yard line. And he's just like, nah, fuck you guys. I'm scoring a touchdown here. And he did.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. He, he looks like he's back to like his form of last year. Um, yeah, I was just kind of sadly enough.
1: He had the concussion stuff.
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah, of course he goes down after this, but we'll see how that goes. It kind of did seem like one of those. I mean, obviously they're, especially with the two, two shit that happened earlier this year, they're taking those as serious as they should take those. Um, But it does seem like another situation where we did have the game in hand. Sure, like Dylan uh, would have been an asset going forward in the game. But it didn't seem like one of those situations where we needed to rush one of our key players back into the game uh, to make it happen. I I don't know if that's like stupid uh, assumption on my part, but it kind of felt like that to me is like, hey, you got your two touchdowns like. We, we can, uh, with the lead we have, you know, we can get through this one without you. So. so if it's even anything near a concussion, you know, err on the side of caution. So, because they, they didn't come out and say he for sure had a concussion, did they? They said he was going back no, so to they... the locker room with like the neurosurgeon, or not surgeon, but neuro guy on the
1: team. Yeah, so I think that uh, it's just implied that if you go with the neural guy, you're kind of in that protocol, right?
0: But, yeah, he was running harder than he has been. Surprisingly, though, he was 11 carries, 36 yards, so was that 3.6 yards per carry. But those were some tough sliding yards. He did have a couple plays that were, like, dead to right, like, off the bat. Um, But he did have three catches for 35 yards as well. Uh, Jones, surprisingly, but he cracked a couple big ones, had 17 carries for 90 yards. And then I was honestly impressed uh, with, like, how hard uh, Patrick Taylor runs the ball. It does look like you know, if he needs to get put in, he's not, he's not Dylan or uh, Jones right now, but it looks like he's going to be a guy that can get you, you know, a tough yard when you need it. So that was kind of my feelings with him.
1: Yeah. So you're going to like him because his name's Patrick though, right off the jump. I think that that's kind of an MO of yours. Who was the guy that got the pick late one season Had Pat- Patrick Dandy,
0: and it wasn't just a pick. It was a bunch of picks. He was like Rasul Douglas. A bunch is like, like
1: two. No, it, I'm just saying.
0: Let let me. There's no look.
1: way it was more than two. Patrick Dandy. You can't you can't even Google this guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's because you don't know what his name is. Like how uh, to spell it. You know his name, right?
0: No, no, no. I definitely I spelled his name right. So. To close out the 2006 season, he had three
1: interceptions.
0: That was 2006? Oh, yeah, dude. Holy shit. It was reaching back. So uh, it was probably 2007 when it happened. But 2006, 2007 season, he had three picks uh, and a touchdown
1: to to end the year. So that's pretty good. I can deal with that. Um,
0: yeah, that's a good good one to bring up when someone's like name a random name a random player from the past. I don't know if Patrick Dendy crosses too many people's minds, but that is not why I think I'm gonna like this Patrick Taylor. but that being said, I don't know where Taylor was coming out of uh, for college, but now I do. He's a Memphis boy. So, D'Angelo williams uh, ask is this uh, Patrick Taylor.
1: <laughs> the only Memphis football player you can name. So, let's <laughs> throw it out there. Yep, yep. I, well, I'm actually surprised, like, you could remember that D'Angelo Williams was from Memphis. I don't know no. if I could have pulled that name right off the top of my head. Honestly, I, I think my best trivia time
0: that you could hit me for, for like random things that are stuck in my brain is probably from like 2002. So like from the time I was 12 till the time I was 22, maybe. And then I started killing way too many brain cells, uh, drinking too much or whatever it be.
1: You don't, so you do kill brain cells when you're drinking, Right but you're getting rid of the slow ones. That's I what a clip on uh cheer says is that it's like a herd of uh horses or whatever, that the slow ones are the ones that get picked off. I think it honestly though, has something
0: <laughs> big to do with like my, my football retention. But I, I, but if you think about it though, in your life, like I don't know how much your brain grows. We might need to talk to this neurosurgeon that, uh, that Dylan went back, back with, but you just have so much more shit that you have to remember. So I'm sure that has something to do with it. But then also I started like correlating watching games with drinking and that probably didn't help me at all either. But, and and I guess I think the video game is, and I haven't played a football video game seriously other than maybe like being at a place where someone had the game. And I was like, I think I could still whoop you at this shit. And, and then playing it and that's about it. But like, you just know more of the players. I was huge into the college game, like where I would just keep like running through. And then I would do the thing where I would like save it on a memory card. And then I would get the draft class and I would bring it to the, madden game like transfer draft class to the madden game to the thing i would buy a memory card i think you use this memory card that came with all the certainly rosters. did yeah because it would come with the yep. roster i think i and,
1: used it for uh yeah they you had a college one that yeah no, it, roster. so before
0: you could just update shit on the internet you would have to get a memory card or i don't know you wouldn't have to do this you could like go look at the rosters and name all the players yourself or you could send a memory card to this dude that was in vermont or some shit and you would send it to him with money i think i'd literally sent the memory card with like 20 bucks in it and sent it to him and he he just uploaded it and Cause I remember like I would check my mailbox like every day and be like so excited for when the memory card with the rosters came. And I remember like he was not sending me this. So I must've sent the money some other way because I remember he, I kept checking it and I was like, Hey man, I sent you this money like two weeks ago and I still haven't got the memory card. And he's like, no, you got to send me the memory card. And like my dumbass was just like, "Oh, okay," and I just send him a memory card, but he sent it back and it had all the rosters on it, so
1: it was good to go. Yeah. So, see, these are the types of hustles that are like I could have done. He didn't do all he had to do was shove it into his thing, be like, "All right, download it, send it back," because he only has to do that work once, and everybody sends him all the shit. Oh, I bet you made like, I I bet you you made some bank too. Like, because he could have
0: even one uped himself and just started buying a bunch of memory cards just to put those on it and just sold those memory cards like for as much as the game cost.
1: And I think, I bet you people would have bought it. But then once the, I mean, I don't know for the whole game, right? I wouldn't have bought it, right? So I didn't care enough to have the guys. I knew the players I was playing with, or I would look them up. Like who's number, you know, nine on Notre Dame. No, nope. I wanted to
0: know that, but the living shit out of me, that was like the tipping point of when the college football game got better to me than the, than the Maddens and the two K's is once I could get the players names in there.
1: But once again, we strayed pretty far see, from, I, <laughs>
0: from the path. I'll keep going though. Keep going.
1: Yeah, I did not enjoy the NCAA game.
0: Oh, I loved it. Like, there was so much more variability in it, and there was so much. Oh, yeah. You, you could be, like, such a better player, I guess, of it. um, Just with, like, the amount. Like, I could have probably beat you. You, you be, like, Clemson, and I would have been Rice. And it was just fun, like the the differentials in the playbook, but not even just that, like how how different the playbooks were and you could pitch the ball and there was more option stuff. And I don't know, maybe I'm saying uh, get off my front yard, getting old now. But like the video games now, it just seems... I don't even know how to explain what I don't like about him now. It's like almost you don't have to be that smart at play calling to be good at the games. Like you could just, you could just like call play and, and you're fine. Like where I was, I don't know, like how smart I was at it. Cause whatever, someone listening to this could probably like whoop my asset at, at this game. Uh, But yeah, you're a good player though. But you could just mix up your defenses enough. But, but, anyways, back to the Packer game where I got to, we'll format this better. So give me your three, three
1: best takeaways. So I think uh, the running game was one of my best takeaways. And then, and I think this is every week. One of my takeaways is that the defense plays pretty well, right? So I don't think we're getting stomped on in any. There's probably a game where we gave up 35 or 40 and like just kind of got shit on. But I don't think our defense is playing like terrible, terrible. And there's some times where our defense probably has to take more risk because we're down and then give up points. But I think our defense played really well tonight. I think, what do you say, five sacks?
0: Yeah, five sacks.
1: Is ridiculously good. And then we get at least one interception. Did we get a fumble recovery as well?
0: So, we Amos recovered a fumble. So, yes, we did get a fumble recovery too, but – I'm reading that off the stat sheet. I'm not really remembering that off the top of my head.
1: Um, so I feel like I, I, rem- I remember a fumble recovery, but I can't remember like exactly how it happened. Well, Douglas – Anyway, forced, Douglas. two turnovers. It. Two turnovers, five sacks. Four for – 11 or 13, whatever you said, I can deal with that, right? So you give up four first downs. I hate the third and long first down. I hate it. It's driving me crazy. However, four for 11 or 13, whatever it is, I'm very, very comfortable. Defense played well. Running game was really good. Um, And honestly, our special teams – um, on the, like, returning side of it looks fucking awesome. Yeah. It, like, it looks like we're clicking on the blocking. It looks like uh, Keyshawn Nixon is killing it, right? That every time he touches the ball, there's something that could happen. Not that it's going to. I don't And I don't expect it to, right? I don't expect a touchdown every time he puts it in his hands. Or even like a 25-yard gain. But like a punt return, it seems like he's going to eke out 9 or 10 yards when the guys we've had for the last 20 years couldn't get three yards.
0: Yeah, which I did find it kind of weird uh, because he did have a good punt return. He had a 19-yard punt return two returns for 36 yards so whatever two a 17 and a 19 yard punt return but then when they were like gonna pin us deep they put Cobb back to fair catch it which I thought was kind of interesting but the Rams were on it like uh what what because they sort they of like so I think that away. I think that's
1: so he's probably a guy that they just say, "Hey, we're you're never allowed to fair catch it. Just fucking do something, right?" That's because I watched him bring him out like a like a uh, like six yards deep in the end zone last week. He's just like, "Fuck it, I'm coming out. Deal with it."
0: Yeah, and he had three kick returns for 95 yards, the long of 52 there. But, yeah, they started kicking the ball away from them because uh, – Good. Corey Ballantyne had a kick return when they, like, squibbed it, which basically just picked the ball yeah. and, like, laid over. So they were kicking the ball away from him. So it, it is cool. But I think you had a good point, though, is, like, right at the beginning of the game, so the opening kickoff, like I was like, oh, it's Mason Crosby's like leg going dead. Like it seriously like crossed my mind for sure. I mean, I, I know you're He's like like forty. Yeah,
1: you're kicking
0: in like freezing cold temperatures yeah. or whatever. But like the kickoff was so short, And I was like, oh fuck, they're gonna start this game like in good field position. But I don't know who went down and made the tackle, but they smoked them. They just set the tone like right away. It was away. an awesome tackle too. It, yeah, it was an yeah. awesome tackle. But yeah, so our boy Rich Bisaccia has definitely took that. Yeah, I, I don't get that. Adjusted bit. it a bit anyway, right? That was A lot, dude. It's like that's not a concern of mine anymore. Like I still, I mean, I still get the little bit of nightmares of like we're gonna do something stupid <laughs> on on special teams, but like just PTSD from recent years. But I mean they've they haven't really done anything horribly wrong on special teams this year. I say that and I think we did get like a pretty big pump locked on us one time or some shit like that. But but it's it's not consistent. Like last year, like consistently that was like what was gonna lose the game. And that's what ended up losing us the game. So so I think those are so three, think that- three good takeaways.
1: Yeah, So, and I think that like, when we're coming down to the special team stuff and even the entire team in general, not getting rid of guys that are consistently underperforming, not cutting them, hurts your overall team performance due to the fact that they think, well, it doesn't actually matter how I perform if yeah. I continue to get the ball, right? And, and I think so we, I don't yeah. think people... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. And I don't think that, like, whoever on the team is like, oh, it doesn't matter what I do. I'm going to keep my job. I don't think anybody thinks that. But they see it. And subconsciously, they're like, if I fuck up, it's not the end of the world. When in reality, you know, on on some teams, I think if you fuck up the way – amari rogers did bill belichick has no time for
0: you yeah no i i would agree with that and i think we've seen it coming and of course i'm gonna take a sharp wide turn so we're gonna try to get right back on the free freeway but that that was kind of our point to like why we weren't so disappointed to see uh um, paul crisco is because nobody was being held accountable yeah on that team for, and then like the first person to pipe up that he was pissed that Chris was gone was Graham Mertz. And we're like, dude, you're the fucking reason that he's gone is because yeah, you aren't doing a good enough job to like justify keeping a guy.
1: But, but anyways. Yeah. It, back, I mean, back if, on so if Graham played, Mertz even plays, if he plays well, Chris still has a job. Yeah. Yep.
0: And I mean, I think I think the Badgers team is better for it, but I, I do think, yeah, Amari Rodgers needing to go, not only because he messed up, but like it just sets that tone. It's like, no, we're it's unacceptable to
1: be fucking shit up like that. Like you, yeah, e- you're gone. Even if he succeeds in the future because he develops into a better player it's unacceptable for him to fuck up that often in our, in our special teams situation and keep his job at least in the special teams. Like you could fire him in the house, right? You're fired from this. You're now wide receiver. Number five, you better hope you get on the field or you're getting cut. Yep. Yeah. All right. So
0: we did the three good things. So we ran the ball damn well. Um, Which led to us crushing them in time of possession. I don't have it. Okay. So I just pulled it up. So we had the ball for 37 minutes to their 23 minutes. So dominated time of possession, big drives. Um, I'll I'll go on the negative side. So I don't feel like we stepped on their throat when we should have and could have. Right. So After that pick. Sure. Shit. Even though I do think, uh, was it uh, Aaron Jones? Aaron Jones got the ball ripped away from him uh, by Jalen Ramsey. And that that does seem like a play that they blow dead fairly often, uh, but they didn't blow it dead. He gets the ball ripped away from us. So <clears throat> I feel like I wouldn't say it's a common theme in the Packers season so far, but it's it's familiar. Like I, I felt that way before. It's like we yep. we got a turnover, we can go. Put some heat on these guys and we just turn the ball right back over. Uh Rogers, throw to Lazard. I don't know what. I'm more it, it did seem to me the dumb fan that doesn't know exactly what's going on with that. It does seem to me like Lazard did the right thing in that situation and like sat down in a hole, like where he was gonna be wide. Open. Are you tired of clean clothes that um, just don't smell clean? Daddy and, Unstoppables in wash. And then Rogers. Did, could you hear that?
1: Yeah. So, so that's going to be in the recording.
0: No, that's fine. Um, we'll keep it rolling. We just got a okay. fresh. That was our first sponsor of the show. So that's um, uh, laundry, <laughs> laundry soap. They could smell how bad I smell. But anyways, where I was at with that was... Uh, it seemed like Lazard did the right thing in, like, stopping sitting in a hole and, like, Rodgers, like, overthrew it uh, when he thought he was going to run. Well, whatever the miscommunication was, it seemed like those two got over it pretty quickly. So, like, it wasn't one of those throws where, like, Rodgers, like, pissed at Lazard for the rest of the game. It's like, I'm not coming back to you. But it did kind of seem like Lazard was just like, that's that's over my head. What the heck is going on here?
1: very straight prior to that. Out
0: of goal. I apologize. Figuring these out right now. Just fixed it. But I keep getting derailed here
1: by my commercials on my computer. Uh yeah. So basically what you were saying is that Rogers like probably starts yelling at Lazard. They get over it and they move on. And I think that the people who are anti Aaron Rodgers, they probably didn't even listen to us anymore because we're so like, I don't know, like slurping them up or whatever, however they put it in the fucking
0: giving them the uh, DJ of the game young kids yeah. do it.
1: to the, Yeah. Even if he's terrible. <laughs> right. So that, that interceptions on him. Yeah. Right. So you, you're throwing to where you think a guy's going to go. Well, if you threw it to where he was, you're going to get a, 15-yard, 20-yard catch, right? Yeah. Um, But he makes a joke in his post-game press conference about um, Watson, right? So she says, oh, are you still upset with Christian Watson? And he says, well, if you run the right routes or if you want to catch touchdowns, you got to run the right routes, right? So he's out there like blocking yeah. when he throws that ball basically at his back. That's a joke, right? He's not actually saying obvious a miss, it's an obvious miscommunication. And he's saying, This guy wants to catch touchdowns. Like, if you do the right things, you catch touchdowns. And he made like two or three jokes in his post game press conference that, like, I think it was like bing, bing, bing. And then he realized oh no one here is going to take any of this shit as a joke like he's having a good time because he won the game he's making jokes to the reporter and everybody's going to take it too fucking seriously
0: if yeah if if you're taking what he said in that press conference it was like the most lighthearted like it did you see you, it yeah yeah and it was amazing like cuz yeah cuz the the play where it was definitely a call back to like, if you played baseball and you forgot to look over to see if like your coach wanted you to bunt or like, if somebody was going to steal, like, cause Rogers is like just damn near ripping his arm off to be like, Hey, we got something here. Hey, we got something here. And then he's like, I hope to God he fucking seen that we have something here and he didn't. So, yeah, but yeah, it, yeah, they were laughing it off. And honestly, I, I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much into the press conference, but I loved it. Like, I was like, okay, this Packer team. Cause he even said that he was like, we're going to have a lot of energy going into this week. Like i he's like, it's going to be a tough game in Miami. Uh, we got to run the table. We need a little help. Like, I don't know. He, he's, he's still the guy that you yeah. want doing this. He doesn't look like Rogers of the past, but he doesn't have Devonte Adams. Dobbs is a guy that we failed to mention that had a big game, you know, five catches, 55 yards, Um, came up big in I, – yeah. I guess there wasn't – I mean, he had a big first down there uh towards the end of the game, but it does look like he was so Watson's got to have
1: close to that in yards. He's got four catches with what? 46 yards. 45? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So –
0: All around, though, I would say it was a good game. It still isn't a game that's like, oh, hey, if this Packers team gets hot, like they can make a splash in the playoffs. Like right now it looks like, hey, this Packers team, you know, could backdoor in the playoffs, but they're not going to do shit if they run into the Eagles is kind of of the feel I got from it.
1: So – I don't disagree with that, right? So I think that that's like a decent take. Um, There's – I think playing the Rams, you get a attitude that like, oh, this is a good team we're playing, right? But I also think that you're playing a bad team. You're playing a team like the Texans or the Jaguars or – I mean, I don't know. Like
0: what makes you think the Rams the are the team that you take seriously, though? Like they suck. So I think they're on their third Corbin. No, no, no.
1: I I agree, right? But you hear, oh, defending Super Bowl champs, they're coming into Lambo. Like there's a reason this is the Monday night game. You don't put a game on Monday night unless it's got something of a draw, right? in the is I mean, that both these teams were expected to be good. They're not currently right. But I don't think that playing a team like the Rams who I don't think the Packers should have taken seriously coming into Lambeau and being this team that they currently are, you don't have to take them super seriously. But I also don't think that um, the chiefs had to take the Texans seriously. And I don't think that the, Cowboys had to take the Texans seriously. But guess what? They gave them real games, right? So everybody in the NFL, even if you're on your third string quarterback and you're not that great, you have to take, you have to give them some credit. They're an NFL team. They're gonna be able to produce to some extent. And so I think that even though we didn't look awesome in this game, we have to remember remember that we we're playing. An NFL team and getting a double digit win against an NFL team is important. We got yeah. a double digit win, right? It was 24-12. Yeah, yeah.
0: no, yeah, we won back
1: okay. all. I didn't yeah. want to think <laughs> for some reason I thought that like they got like a field goal or something late and it was within eight, but
0: yeah, and I don't know, like right now, I'm just Trying to tell myself anything can happen if you make the playoffs. Um, and I mean, we have three weeks before the playoffs start. And there could there's a ton of stuff that can happen. Like this wide receiving group has been getting better
1: every single week. Um, if he stops throwing the goddamn ball to Cobb and starts throwing it to fucking Dobbs and Watson a little bit more, I'd be A little bit happier. No, I mean, mostly because I think Cobb like fucked up a first down opportunity. He's the guy that's supposed to be the savvy veteran that gets that first down. Now you and Riley
0: said that, and yeah, he. I won't say he made the greatest. He
1: turns up. He gets closer. He gets closer. I'm not saying that he gets it for sure. But if he turns the ball upfield, he gets closer. He was, like, four yards short because of the way he decided to, oh, I'm going to try to get nine yards here instead of the two that he needed.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Cobb did what he needed to do in that game. Um, One of the things that I – He's fine. He's fine. One of the things that I loved in this game was – I love when Mercedes Lewis gets a catch. He's always wide ass open. They're like, don't even cover him anymore. This is such like a good secret weapon
1: to have. So that's the that's the trick, though. That's why he gets him one catch, is because he's like not covered at all. They won't throw it to him if there's a guy within 10 yards of
0: him. Yeah. No. But yeah, we'll we'll wrap it up here. So good game, like Mike yeah. said. Uh you, you beat the Rams good. It does look like everything. That's what you're better. supposed to do. Good job for doing it. You, you you came within our threshold. The offense scored over 23 and a half points. They got their 24 points. The defense held them to under 23 and a half points. Did that. So, all good. So, that was our run with the pack right off the back. So, right off the bat. I was going to say that that was too, too good of a, a rhyme to be right. But anyways, what we normally do on our Monday shows, we start these shows with overs and unders. So Mike, tell me what was the worst thing
1: that's happened to you this week? So, and maybe I mentioned this earlier that I think that I'm getting a little soft around the midsection and maybe around the face and the chin and the neck in the chest area but i told i told you, you look, on. i told you you look good today yeah yeah but you told me i look fat last week too uh so like <laughs> it has been um excessively obvious that i'm putting on weight like i walk past the mirror and i'm like disgusted with myself and so i'm not very happy about that but i don't want to do anything about it until at least sunday at least and i'll probably wait a whole other week past that to before i actually like say i gotta change something in my life no so i I can i I can see it i think you need to keep
0: like a happy medium. so what i do right now is i discount my diet so i can eat whatever i want right now but i can't keep skipping the gym or going for runs and stuff so I'm getting fatter too, but I manage that by at least still going to the gym.
1: Yeah. So that's probably my biggest problem is I haven't been to the gym and like, I haven't been to the gym probably since Kansas, like gone to a gym. So I've gone in the weight room that we have in fucking Sandridge, but that's not real weights. Right. So they don't allow us to have any free weights. And then, um, functioning inside that same thing is a just a little bit different for me um and i don't if i don't have somebody that i'm working out with and like i guess kind of competing against i don't enjoy the the weight room i
0: yeah you love so i'm really good at
1: fast yeah (laughs) i like the competition aspect of it the like someone else being there oh yeah you would always
0: try to beat me at everything you you have that in you like even when it's something that i didn't really care about be like but you i can tie my shoes faster
1: than you and you tie your shoes faster oh yeah I, i i feel i feel like that's accurate to some extent at the very least um tying your shoes might not be on that list but um yeah, if I could put it like some wagers on stuff, I'm much better at doing things. Uh, what 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 did we do when we were trying to increase our bench slap bets?
0: Yeah, and
1: I was too afraid to slap you when you didn't get what you
0: needed, and you just slapped the shit out See, of me. That is not
1: fucking true. <laughs> it not is too. true. I got slapped. You definitely did get slapped. I'm pretty sure. Like I'm like ninety percent sure. That whenever it was on the line, I made the weight I was supposed to make. I remember I was supposed to slap you one time, but yeah, I it is
0: mostly true the way you're I probably
1: it. avoided that shit like the plague. I'm just a coward, but um no, it wasn't you, it was me. I, I remember you like
0: telling me to slap you, and I was like, uh eh, the appeal's gone to me now. <laughs> like after I got slapped for like not making it, I was like, that kind of sucks. Like
1: even though you I definitely think, uh, didn't slap you like as hard as I could. No. There's no there's way. No, yeah. Okay. But I did get slapped. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Um, so anyway, I'm packing on weight and I, and I don't fucking like it. It's driving me crazy. I did fast today until about noon and then I ate like four grilled cheeses. So. Not good. And now I'm gonna drink five beers, and I had pizza and hot dogs for dinner. We've been making. I I'm not gonna get into that because that's my kind of my over. Um, but I'm putting on too much weight, and then I'll get into like just a quick little second one. I'm gonna get bounced from fantasy football playoffs with the people I run like I'm playing with at work, and it disappoints me greatly. It is what it is.
0: Yeah, you suck at fantasy football, dude. My team's still alive and humming. So I didn't even think to put that. Yeah, as well. So
1: in one league, I'm not even in one league. I'm not even fucking in the playoffs yet. Like there's no I'm in third place or something. And I Like, there's no playoff structure yet. Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Then what's what's your over
1: then? So I've been at home all all week, which is pretty cool in itself that I just get to kind of chill with the house. But I haven't done the things that I wanted, right? So I wanted to do other things, not decorate cookies all week. But I've been decorating cookies all week, and I'm getting kind of good at decorating cookies. So we made, like, a snow globe one where we have, like, snowflakes and two trees and a snowman. And I got, like, the eyeballs on the snowman. And it's only a three-inch cookie that has two trees and a snowflake. And I still got a scarf, a nose. Looks good. I'm pretty is, happy about it. It's I'm impressive. I'm impressed with
0: myself. I will give you that. You did put one that you made, like, a chocolate chip cookie on uh, on a sugar cookie and that you tweeted out.
1: Yep. Man. So that was like nothing to do as well. That one was real easy. I hope so. Because if you if
0: you were very impressed by that one, I was going to say.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think I tweeted out another one this morning about how like we kind of went overboard and we like started doing these ones that were like too extravagant. And so I have like eyeballs and then like Christmas lights on the, I don't know if the one that I put out would had Christmas lights on the trees, but there's snow on the trees or Christmas lights on the trees, one of the two. And then there's a snowman and it's only like, it's a three inch cookie. So the snowman's like, maybe like a half an inch or an inch big. And I got eyeballs and all that. But I'm pretty impressed with my decorating skills. My wife, not so impressed with my decorating skills. Kind of dials me back because we're making these for my sisters. They're going to give them away to a few people, but she won't let me decorate all of them because I fuck some things up on occasion. Yeah, you got some stuff. I'm looking at
0: the cookie right now. You you did get 15 likes on that. I'll I'll like it too, but your snowman, (laughs) he kind of looks a little bit like a
1: wiener, um, a discolored wiener. And I think that you're reading into that. It's like an ink blot test and you just want to see wieners. And that's why you see wieners.
0: No, but in like the bases of your trees definitely are like dog nipples. Like they they look like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so like we're doing those, what those uh, snow globe ones. That's what my daughter wants to take for class, like party or whatever. And my wife goes, we can't send those. Those look like nipples. Like, that's exactly what she says this morning. Yeah, like, like, why don't you level out the nipples? So, like, in theory, it should level itself out. That's the way the frosting, like, royal icing is supposed to work. But, like, we didn't fucking worry about it. We put the fucking dot on there, and we were done with it. It's fine.
0: uh, You got to level those out, man. I'm with uh, Kelly on this one. (laughs) Those kids, those kids were at
1: nine years and they're nine. They're nine. And most of them are probably eight. They don't need to see be seen. They're going to eat that shit before they realize what's going on. All right. I'm semi
0: impressed. <laughs> I, I will say I'm semi impressed. I definitely think you got some nipples and a wiener
1: on your cookie. Um, I think that you got to get your mind out of the fucking gutter. That's trees. The snowman.
0: No, the snowman looks like an albino guy's wiener, and like the tip got (laughs) frostbit or something, and it turned black. And then then he fair enough. Then he's been putting it somewhere else where he's got like some like scars and rashes
1: on it. But it it is good. Fair enough. But uh, better than I could do. I like, I'm proud of myself. I guess, like, is what I'm getting at is that I was able to create that cookie. So, yep. No, and 15 likes. That's like the best I do on Twitter. He is 16 now. I liked it. I liked the nipples. Um, so, it's good to go. 5,000 followers and 15 likes. Boo, yeah. Mike's crushing it on Twitter. We haven't we haven't done a Twitter check for you for a while. All right. No, we're going to have to do like end of the year shit too at some yep. point. It's coming up. The new year is coming up. So I'll have to look at All right, the- Pat, what got? are your unders for the week? What was shitty about your week?
0: I, I'm trying to even think. Like I, I've had a good week. So I, as you uh, – I've been off, so I've been – around so i think the biggest under would be is like i was like oh i'll be productive on other stuff like for this like i would be like okay i'll get stuff going and i've just been getting trapped into like doing like pointless stupid shit like i just watched a whole show on with my wife on uh the prince and the princess of uh sussex uh leaving the royal family
1: um uh,
0: And it drew me in. So did
1: she? She was like, "I want to draw that. I want to watch this." And you were like, "All right, I'll do it." And then like it fucking gotcha. No, no, she was just sitting on the couch
0: watching it by herself. But I was like, "This seems like a lot better thing to do than be productive with my life." So I'll I'll go along for the ride. And it did draw me in. So it was it was more interesting than I thought it would be. Um, And then my under goes along with an over is I went out. So my wife had a party for the gym. She goes to her gyms like super tight and cool and likes to party together. Um, and so I was like, Oh, I'll just hit up her coworker that lives in town. Cause most of her coworkers are like all over the place, but th- there's one guy that lives in town. Cool dude. So I hit, hit him up. And so, yeah, I'll, I'll do it over and under at the same time. We went out, we had a great time. Uh, but we got hammered like uh like I used to get good hammered. for you, like shots at the key. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. No, whoa. I didn't even know it was in like my realm of capabilities anymore. Like um I think I did a pretty good job like of like remembering everything. So it didn't quite throw it back to like where I could be like a walking zombie type thing, but like the first, one of the first things he was like, he was like, should we do a shot of tequila to get this, this baby going? And like, in my head, I'm like, I love tequila. Like tequila doesn't love me. Like it, it makes me, I think, I think the things I get most anxious about when I get too drunk is like, I am like too nice to people and I have conversations and I was having a conversation with like, a. I mean, we're out in Tallahassee. He's basically my second time out in Tallahassee, I had one other buddy come out. Um, I'm getting long winded with this, but I was talking to an art teacher from FAMU. So F uh, AM, Florida AM. F A M U. Yeah, FAMU. So Florida AM. So I was talking to a computer teacher from there. And then I was talking to an art or a music teacher from uh, FSU. And I thought, like, I was like so drunk, like I just assume everybody is as drunk as me. And I was like, how cool is it? I'm talking <laughs> to this, this, the uh, two teachers at like pretty good universities. Uh And yeah, and they're just like, this guy's crazy. But, anyways, good time. I was severely hungover the next day, so that that would be my biggest under. And then my biggest over. Mother in law decided to come. Most people would think that this is an under. I don't know what the whole thing about like not loving. I was so yeah.
1: in-laws is. No, 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 no. Hold hold on a second. So I was gonna move this on the Google Doc <laughs> to your under just to be funny. Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> but no, so my mother in law is flying up from Brazil. So she's super excited. She's actually on a plane uh on her way to Dallas right now. So uh and then she'll like, get in Dallas in the morning, I think, like, in five hours. And then she has a five-hour lay or whatever. I'm giving too much of her uh, schedule. But anyways, mother-in-law is coming for Christmas. You I'm get, you'd get
1: you get kicked off Twitter for that shit these days. Yeah. No. Supposedly.
0: Yeah. Well, this, this probably won't be uh, out before before she hops on her next flight. But, but so the in-law or my mother-in-law. Will be in town for Christmas, so that that'll be pretty cool. Get to show her the place. She gets to meet her grandkid animals for the first time. All right, Mike, let's get on. Grand this.
1: cats, grand cats, grand dogs,
0: grand cat and grand dogs. All right, barking about the bucks. Yeah. let's do this quick as possible. So the bucks- all right, we're not
1: going to get we're not going to get too yeah we're not going to get too far into this. Bucks are twenty-one and eight. There dominate in the league. Did you account for the game? Tonight? Uh, I think bet. I don't know. I read it off of Yahoo. Whatever it was. So you can check. And twenty-two and eight. Fuck it. Well, and uh, next game is against Cleveland at Cleveland on Wednesday. Bucks are making the playoffs. We're gonna win the championship. No doubt in my mind. And Cleveland's. All right. Good let's team. move on to Badgers basketball. One second, I got
0: one more thing to add. So Cleveland's a good team this year. Yep. So that game is more than likely, I would say, nationally televised in some way, whether it's on NBA TV or whatever. So if you're out of market person like me, it might be a game you get. So good stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. So in like even me, I don't get the channel that they put Bucks games on on a week to week basis. So in to be fair, I steal even, like, my Monday Night Football, like, so this game, I, I scooped that from my father-in-law so that I could watch it, but. um Cheap ass. That is kind of what it, yes, I'm a cheap ass. That's a 100%, 100%. If YouTube TV wants to, like, throw out, like, a sponsorship, I'll read whatever you want on this little podcast here. I'll wear whatever T-shirt you want me to wear. I don't care. Like, yeah. Bally Sports YouTube TV I'll you do it. Bally well. Sports, you want to offer the channel up. Cool with doing whatever you want me to do. I'll read whatever you want. But um until somebody starts paying me for doing this stuff here, probably no YouTube TV, no Bally Sports. And uh we'll get paid next year, Mike. Yeah, we'll get paid whenever we get fucking paid, or we won't get paid, and we'll just fucking no, have that, fun next year. Right? We'll be good. We're we're on the plan. We're on the plan. All right, bucks. Bucks are good. They play Cleveland next. They'll probably win. I mean, I got no no doubt in my mind. They win the game. So we can move on to Badger basketball if you'd like, um, and we're gonna go through this relatively quickly as well. I shouldn't say relatively quick, quickly. We're going to go through it super quickly. Um Badgers are 9 and 2. They just beat Lehigh this week. That might have happened during the last podcast. Yeah, it's something
0: like that. They they haven't played many games uh since
1: the no, last. No, they time only played talked. 3 over their break. Yeah. Yeah, so they're only a, playing 3 total over their break, so yeah. And Just
0: the feeding the geese game of the years are are coming up. So Grambling State's next, and then Western Michigan. So Badgers will just be out there
1: feeding a couple geese in these games. Yeah, and so after those two games, though, we do run into the Big Ten schedule. So it'll be it'll start getting better. Start tuning in after that. Um, I. Is Minnesota our first game? Yep. They They are. are Minnesota's our first Big Ten game. So start tuning in there. Watch them dominate Minnesota. And then just start rolling with them there. Uh, Moving on to the Brewers. We still have no fucking idea what the Contreras contract is. And we're not even going to worry about it until spring training.
0: Yep, it'll it'll come out when it comes out. One thing that we uh we are gonna toss back to the badgers for real quick is badgers football recruiting. Uh old Keel over there has been uh creaming in his jeans, so I don't think we've ever touched that we got the transfer from Oklahoma, Nick uh Evers is it evers, evers or evers? Okay. So well, Nick I'm gonna
1: evers. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's Evers and that he's the nephew of uh the governor here in Wisconsin and he I is. can't think of his first name at the moment. Apparently but he does he have Evers, like, so
0: family in Madison and stuff, but anyways, the badger's been crushing it on the recruiting trail um ever since Fickle has been coming in. Um trying to read this real quick, but
1: anyways, we'll, we'll so real, so really quick, really quick. I do want to say that even though I've been a negative Nancy about the fickle hiring, it is not because I think he's a bad coach. I think that Luke fickle is the best coach you could hire in college football, but I think that he leaves the Madison program in the, in his first five years.
0: Yeah, no, I think you were pretty clear about that. You haven't been, like, too negative or anything. Okay. Um, all right, you ready to wrap these games up for the week real quick? I'll do the bing-bong count. Yeah, work, let's – we'll, we'll do it off the top of my head. So, Mike goes one, two, three, four, five. So, easy. Did we do that right? So, you went five and nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So Mike goes five, ten, and one. Pat goes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So I must go eight, eight, and one. No,
1: eight, seven, and one. So seven. Eight, seven, and you one. You got eight wins? Are you sure? Eight, seven <laughs> and one. All right. I didn't cut I'll the take double it. dog.
0: So Mike, Mike hit his double dog. I didn't hit my double dog. So I should so I was eight eight and one, but anyways, I think I'm gonna. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. I'm gonna be sending in my concession speech here soon, uh, with
1: how this. Hey man, I gone. can shit the bed three days, three <laughs> weeks in a row. Come on, yeah. Don't give it. Don't give in. So we're not I'm gonna conceding. have to start thinking about a T-shirt.
0: Yeah, I, so I'm not quite conceding yet, but it, it's getting close. It's getting down to crunch time. So, I think I gained like 500 bang bonds on Mike this week. So, let's say he drops back to 2000. I dropped to,
1: yeah, I'm still 2000 down of him, but I will clean that up. So, you're, you are you dropped thick. this week yet again, right? Like, I mean, so you're not up, you're minus no, 8 or something like that. Yeah, which I isn't be terrible. My,
0: I would be minus 80, you'd be minus like a thousand. So, yeah that's that's how that goes but pretty crazy uh slated games this week so the vikings end up having the biggest comeback in nfl history after being down to the colts 33 to nothing at halftime and they come back and win 39 to 36 so our vikings fans were still very very happy uh, in Minnesota. Other than that, the crazy end to the Patriots Raiders game, which it looked like the Packers were trying to uh, send an homage to emulate. Uh, yeah. Emulate, yeah. send an homage. Uh, uh, but yeah, we, we don't have to touch too many of these games, but it was a crazy good game. Uh, Weekend of sports, the World Cup final, Argentina takes that home. Um, and maybe we can talk a little bit more about those next because I mean I did watch the World Cup final, so Argentina goes up 2 nothing France ties it up, Mbappe is a monster. Can't remember how the third goals get scored for both teams, but anyways, Argentina takes it home in PK's, but. We're running late tonight. We started the show late. I think we're going to get out of here. You got anything to add, Mike?
1: No. um, Just that uh, we appreciate you guys listening and um, keep it up. Download it on a million devices. You probably have them sitting around your house. If you're anything like me, you got (coughs) old phones and old bullshit hanging around. Um. Maybe one day I actually will just go around my house and download it on all my shit and just get, because I got at least, I I want to say that I have at least eight things I could download. on. There you go.
0: Start doing it. Just make it auto download. But yes.
1: Yeah. Oh. And then, then it's downloaded on there and saved on the computer and then slows me fucking down for some reason
0: then you delete it and you re-download it so just keeps helping us out the gift the gift that never stops giving so like mike said last time uh give your friends a free subscription to banging on the drum uh best packers podcast ran by a guy in wilton and a guy in tallahassee and yeah we appreciate your support we love you guys uh Hope all your Christmases are going well. I still don't think we fully have hammered out our Christmas schedule here, but we will figure something out on the fly like we always do. And any, if any of you suckers out there are doubting the Badgers, the Bucks, the Brewers, and especially the Packers now, you can eat our shorts. Suckers that doubted the Packers King, eat my shoes. All them suckers that doubted the Packers King, eat my shoes. Eat them all, them suckers that doubted the Packers King, eat my shows, nah, nah, nah. Eat my shows